following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Today's statewide live broadcast is brought to you by the West Michigan Sports Commission. They're enhancing greater Grand Rapids through sports each and every day. Find out more at westmisports.com. That's westmisports.com. And also with the Meyer State Games of Michigan happening, they're having hockey signups right now. Now remember to use code HUGESHOW when you sign up and kids can be a part of the Meyer State games when it comes to hockey. That's code HUGE SHOW when you sign up. And the West Michigan Sports Commission is sending a message to all hockey parents. They're holding tryouts for their summer games and the hockey tournament. Use coupon code HUGE SHOW for 10% off registration. Go to stategamesofmichigan.com slash hockey. That's stategamesofmichigan.com slash hockey. And get your kid in on the hockey tryouts for the state games of Michigan presented by Meyer and their summer games happening in conjunction with the West Michigan Sports Commission as they continue to enhance Greater Grand Rapids through sports. Find out more at westmisports.com. That's westmisports.com. Today's show is being brought to you by the West Michigan Sports Commission. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It's hour number two on a Friday broadcast with Superfly Hayes as our executive producer. Poor guy is going through some mental issues. Played golf this morning. I didn't play with him, but with his buddy. And he had back-to-back eights on the last hole and the way he's acting today. I would have thought he ran the golf cart over his dog. Get over it. Go hit golf balls after work. Plus, a Jameson Williams story hit while he's still on the golf course. He normally doesn't have to do a lot at 1130 in the morning, but I said, hey, DEFCON 5, maybe a few memes to create anxiety with him, which was done on purpose by me. But all of us got that news right around noon this morning or early this afternoon that Jameson Williams was suspended for six games. I had to do the double take. I had to make sure it wasn't some burner account. And according to all reports, he gambled on college football. Cephas and Moore gambled on the NFL. There you go. They're suspended indefinitely, just like Calvin Ridley of the Atlanta Falcons now with the Jags was, and he missed an entire, what, year? Plus? Why? Williams is going to eat $7 million in lost wages. With a suspension. Seven million. That that's money for the rest of your life. Why? How many you know, you're a young team 
And I haven't even thought about this until a lot of people brought it up today to me. You're a young team. You Are you a ticking time bomb with so many young players and not all that veteran leadership? Are you? Because the Lions, up until today, no headlines, no police blotter conversation, no idiots on Facebook or Twitter, right? Just doing great business. Now, Jamison Williams doesn't bring down the franchise. They went 8-2 and two without him outside of a couple of electrifying plays. The question is, now with his impact, projected contribution in six games, how much does the loss of Jamison Williams hurt the Lions? Does it change their draft thoughts with pick 18? I'm, they're not going to take a wide receiver at six, but do they take the best available? Do they do exactly what they did last year and trade up to get the best available wide receiver? Which they still could use. You know, Jamison, the one thing we know, he had wheels and he's a deep threat. Was he going to catch 100 balls? No. Was he going to be like St. Brown and a money receiver? No. Maybe that's the tight end. The best tight end available. Maybe you take B. John Robinson and you know with your line you can power the football. I don't know. They have options. We did throw out our Bush Light huge question of the day. Your thoughts on the six-game suspension for Jamison. Was it just? And what does his loss mean to the Lions through six games? Is it a win or two? Which, you know, that could be the difference between winning the NFC North and the playoff spot. And if the Lions struggle in those six games because they don't have Jamison, he's going to be public enemy number one. He is. Especially in this Twitter world we live in today. So you tell me on the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Let's go get a national perspective on the Lions and Jamison Williams' story and Look at the NFL's hard line on gambling. I see why they do it. Frank Schwab, Yahoo.com, national uh, NFL insider columnist. He's standing by here on the huge show across Michigan. Welcome back, Frank. Hey, what's going on? Yeah, uh, I guess I'm, it's the understatement of the year. I was shocked when I saw that tweet from the Lions and uh, announcing it right around 1130 this morning. And uh, Jamison Williams reportedly gambling on college football games on team property. Uh, you had Cephas and Moore uh, gambling on the NFL, not on the Lions. They're suspended indefinitely like Ridley from last year. Uh, the NFL's hard line on gambling, especially now with their partnerships with sports betting apps and sports books, wherever sports betting is legal in America. Why, why are they so restrictive? Just a question I'm asking you about keeping it off of team property. What's the number one reason? I I honestly don't get the whole Jamison Williams. The, the guys got the six games. The, you know, I mean, we're talking about a league that has a sports book in an NFL stadium right now, the Washington Commanders, first of its kind. They voted in March to let that sports book and any others like it be functional on game day. You can work on get. You know, they can be operating on game day. So it's such a weird line to me to be like, you can't make a bet on a non-NFL event on league property. Like, what are we doing here? Like, that that seems to be draconian to me. But on the other hand, whatever the rules are, the rules are. 
these guys got to know better. Like, what are they doing? Like, I mean, it's just it's just dumb. To, you couldn't wait to put that five hundred bucks on you know Michigan over Michigan State until he got home. Like, what are you doing? Like, I really, really just bad decisions. But yes, I think the NFL suspending those guys for that really makes me shake my head. I totally get why they put the hammer down on guys who bet on NFL games. Like you just have to. Like this is, I mean, you know, all the way back to the Black Sox. I mean, it's we know that the optics of players betting on games. Like it is, it's always going to be the worst. The worst thing that the NFL could have happen is finding out there's an actual fix of games. People out there, ridiculous people, think that the NFL's already rigged. If they had actual evidence that it was rigged, then, I mean, you're, you're putting your whole business at risk, really, if the games aren't on the up and up. So that's why they have to come now. Don't, don't, please don't stop tweeting about Deshaun Watson. Like, it's just, it's just, it's disingenuous to compare the two. We know why these guys have to get suspended, why they do for gambling, it's in yes, of course the NFL is in business now with partnerships with sports books, but they have to have these rules. These are the rules players have to follow them. They've been communicated. I have rules of my work. Everybody listening has rules of their work. May not agree with all of them, but you realize a guy like Quentin Cephas, a University of Wisconsin guy, I've been following his career a long time. Don't bet on NFL game. What are you doing? You're throwing away your career, and for what reason? So. Yeah, there's just there's good reasons these you know rules are in effect for the NFL, and just the problem with the NFL is now that they're in business with sports betting companies, it's just this horrible optics of of the hypocrisy they have. It'll be interesting off of this story because uh, it's really one of the first gamble Ridley was to begin with, and and you get another one how the NFL might look at their partnerships. Uh, with sports betting operations, or on the flip side, the Players Association off of this, okay, we understand what the rules were, but what if we went to only NFL games uh, uh, were off limits and the guys could bet on an app just like they can listen to music or do whatever on team property? I'll be curious if the Players Association would uh, ever push for that. Yeah, and I, I mean, on the flip side, I, I guess the the question f- uh, for that is, what's the upside for the union to fight for that? I mean, it, right. it's just not a good look. It's it's really like, oh, we want we want to allow our players to bet on NBA games when they're in the locker room. Well, I mean, again, we take you home, guys. Like it's fine. Like it, it you, know, you, know, you just got to think ahead a little bit, you know. Um, I, but that that, that rule's ridiculous to me. But it, it's a rule again, like. These guys got to be smarter. Right? They just do. Like, you can't make these decisions. Calvin Ridley can't make the decision to go play fifteen hundred dollars in parlays. I mean, you're you're putting your whole career at risk, really, when you're doing stuff like that. So, again, the rules are in place for a reason. I get why the rules are there. I don't agree with all of them. I think some of them are dumb, but I do get the thought process behind them. And and the fact that the NFL is taking money from sports betting companies really doesn't change that, honestly. Like I, I know people try to make the comparison, but it's 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 kind of apples and oranges. It's you know, I mean, the, the, yes, the NFL is going to, and you know, they brought. I just wrote about this. The NFL brought this on itself. 
They didn't have to get involved with any sports betting companies. They didn't have to do these partnerships. They didn't have to allow sports books inside stadiums and allow those sports books to operate on game day. These are choices they made. The consequences for their choices are when something like this happens, they're going to get dragged. They're going to get dunked on all day. And I, I have a tough time defending them. Like You brought this on yourself. You could have just let it be. Like, you're making $18 billion a year already. What's what's the point in trying to drag that to 19 Or and I don't even think it's that much. I, I, I wonder how much you're actually making from these sports betting partnerships. And if they're sitting there today saying, is this worth it? All this negative publicity? Because if these guys get suspended and they're not in all these partnerships and sports books and stadiums and all that, they can, with a straight face, say, look, we never encouraged any of this. These are just rogue guys going along, doing stupid things, breaking our rules. It makes it harder when you are, you know, your broadcasts have a ton of sports betting stuff. There's Every team seems to have a sports betting partnership now. If you just stay away from that because you just don't, you resist that revenue stream and you don't get greedy, you can maintain a distance and say, this isn't our doing. These guys are just, just doing stupid things. I wonder, and I, I mentioned that uh, to a point when we started, and Frank Schwab, Yahoo.com, National NFL columnist, joining us here on the Huge Show across Michigan. I wonder if they will sit back and reevaluate how much they're making off these partnerships and is it worth it and step away from it. That, that, that will be interesting to see. And I get why they ban the gambling. Just taking away the risk of someone on a betting app, in a locker room, in a clubhouse, uh, off the ice, in the NHL, just wherever it is, somebody having the access to inside information or the ability to throw a game because they're hearing something or they've seen something. I'm talking about somebody on the inside because this report that I read from ESPN even says some Lions organizational members uh, reportedly were let go because they were gambling uh, on property. Yep. And, uh, yeah, I get it, too. I, I I disagree with it, but I do. I, I get the the, the spirit of, the, of that rule, and like it, for the exact reasons you said. But the other part of this is everybody's, like, trying to put two and two together of, oh, sports betting became legal with the two, I think it was 2018, when the Supreme Court, maybe it was 2017, the Supreme Court ruling saying states could decide whether to make sports betting legal, and now we have these cases that have just, as somebody said, it's commonplace now. It's not. It's not commonplace. There have been five players. Like, the NFL employs more than 1,700 players. Five players over the last five years have been stupid and gotten busted for this. So it's not a widespread thing, but you don't want to make it a widespread thing either. And the thing is that, that people don't think about is, do we really think the players weren't betting on sports or doing it on property or using inside information to pass along whatever information to somebody they knew before all this? It pretty clearly did happen. The difference now is there's, there's safeguards in place. Calvert Ridley got busted because Hard Rock, I believe it was Hard Rock Sportsbook in Florida, basically flagged his uh, you know, his uh, account because they knew he was Calvin Ridley. He plays a receiver for the Atlanta Falcons at the time. 
That's what happens with legal sports betting. That's why back in the 1990s, the Arizona State College basketball scandal was busted because legal places in Nevada said, this is weird. Let's look into this, FBI. And the FBI said, sure. When everything's illegal and in the shadows, you don't get that. (laughs) You don't get whistleblowers from illegal bookies. So let's take a step back and realize that this probably was happening a long time before. It's just now, like, it's it's out in the open, so you, you got you can't get away with it anymore. I mean, this is this is the good actual good side of sports betting that this stuff isn't just happening in the shadows anymore. Yeah, that's a good point. You would think some nefarious bookie could could become a bookie and athletes and high profile celebrities would bet through him or his syndicate and they could and they're never going to turn on these people. And they all get just a, a transactional way of doing it. Because here's what I don't get. Okay, if you're Jameson Williams, and reportedly you're going to lose $7 million in guaranteed money by missing the six games. So obviously it wasn't worth it. And the flags that are out there. I read something where all the names of all the athletes of all the leagues are put into a database in the sports betting apps all have you know you sign something when you mm-hmm. you know your location is pinpointed because they need to do that because of it's not universal and some states have it some states don't but tell me why you went you know have a family member have the app and you throw them some money some cash they put in their account right yeah we acted like this doesn't happen like of course it does yeah but like, but I'm, mean, I'm saying i'm not planning on how to how to throw a game but if you wanted to oh, wager yeah, yeah. on college football or march madness or the nba or right. nhl playoffs right. why wouldn't you have a family member uh that you trust somebody hey uh, open up a DraftKings app and i'm gonna i, I want to bet a thousand bucks on the final four this weekend right a hundred percent a hundred percent yeah like i mean it's it's honestly, and again, this is not a commonplace thing. This is not an everyday occurrence. These are five dudes. The, dude, the five who have gotten at least a year, who have been found to be betting on NFL stuff, or the other guys today who got it, they're just making dumb decisions. Like, you can't, the NFL can't regulate that out. Like, no matter what happens, these guys are going to make dumb decisions. You're right. Like, I mean, we have to assume that there's a guys who use inside information or whatever thing, or just have people bet for you. Like this is, this happens. I'm positive of it. I, I don't know of it firsthand, but it just, just thinking about this logically, this probably has happened through the years where a guy calls his cousin and says, "Hey, could you get me down for you know whatever on uh, even you know using Florida Atlantic and the Elite Eight, whatever it is." So I mean, it's the people now. It's kind of naive for people now to be like, "Oh, the NFL embracing sports betting is why these." guys are doing this. No, that's why they're getting caught. It's because it's legal now. Like you said, everybody's in the database. You have to give, uh, you have to give, you know, all your information. People out there in Michigan have signed up for sports betting apps, social security number, birthday, full name, all that kind of stuff. So you're already there. Like you, you, you're, you're putting yourself out there. You have to. And that means there's safeguards in place now to make sure a Kelvin Ridley can't just be betting on NFL games and get away with it. How about in China, just within the recent week, uh, two teams were thrown out of the Chinese pro basketball playoffs for alleged uh, match fixing or game fixing, as we would say here in the States in their first series. And they showed some of the video I watched. Oh, my God. It was so obvious. And you know with the billions, and I'm talking with a B, I think I've read something about the evolution of 
uh, the sports gambling apps and the billions it's added, you know there's cheating out there somewhere, someplace, in some sports, if not all. Uh, when there's money on the line, yeah, I, there, there's cheating. And which you, you brought up the Arizona State point shaving scandal of college hoops, which, by the way, uh, on Netflix was an unbelievable uh, docuseries. Great, yeah. yeah, it was great. It's great. I, I mean, look, I'm sure it does, but I mean, to the extent that it does happen, I think it's overstated by people. NFL guys who, you know, James Williams, great example, a guy who is looking at a career where he could make eight figures. He's not throwing games for, I mean, if you, you know, people act like you could just step up to a sports book and bet $2 million. No, you really can't. Like, this is not what happens. Like, there's limits, and some people have their limits lifted, but you, you, you kind of have to, the sports books know who you are before they're like, okay, you can bet more than $20,000 on this game or whatever their limits are in-house. So it's, it, it, it doesn't make logical sense that these pro athletes with their entire careers in front of them are like, Sure, I'll throw a game for five thousand bucks. Like, come on, like that. I don't think that happens often. Now, college kids, I would argue that probably does happen. Like, I mean, it's just you just think about it. It's you're more vulnerable. You don't have any real money. I mean, NIL changed that a little bit, but you could see a college basketball kid. Oh, all I got to do is miss some free throws. You know, I mean, but. But I just think, and it just kind of goes back to the beginning of our conversation with why does the NFL kind of hammer these guys so hard? It's you're your, your putting an example out there for everybody. You you want to screw around with your career, Jameson Williams? All right, play a parlay from the Lions locker room. You're going to lose seven million bucks. The next guy's going to look at that and say, "Whoa, they're, they mean business about this." I'm going to be a little bit smarter. Maybe I'm going to review these rules again before I, I do something stupid. Yeah, speaking of stupid, I was reading that the Chinese Basketball Association, their pro league story, that one of the teams had five consecutive turnovers in the last minute <laughs> to lose. Uh, they were up. They were up for, and they had five consecutive turnovers. And get this, uh, you know, and Yao Ming, the former NBA star, is the Chinese Basketball Association uh, president. Uh, they suspended. Oh. They banned a coach for five years. The GM for five year for three years, and the opposing uh, GM got five years, and the coach banned for three years. Wow! 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 Yeah, I hadn't heard of that actually, and I mean that's the thing, especially in a sport like basketball. We all, I mean, watch again. People who have Netflix and haven't seen that, I think it's called Bad Sport. The it's a series. Like, Fantastic. There's only one. The Arizona State one is is really interesting because you can get a good feel of how easy it is to basically miss a couple free throws, throw a ball away here, and the you know there's ten minutes left. You don't have to be obvious like turning it over five straight times. There are ways for you know I mean high profile college players who touch the ball a lot to make a play here, make a play there, make sure you you win by six instead of twelve. Uh, so. I'm not saying it doesn't happen. It, it does, I'm sure. I just don't think it's as rampant as everybody thinks. I mean, I saw some stat that like 42% of people think the NFL is rigged. It's like, come on, people. Let's think about this a little bit. It's, I don't think it happens as much as people think on that level. I'm not saying it never does, but I think I think pro athletes are smart enough to realize, you know, I mean, the investment they make in their own careers to get to that point is worth far more than throwing a game over a few thousand bucks. Yeah, by the way, the uh, funny thing about that, uh, match-fixing, game-fixing scandal in Chinese professional basketball is that the team is up four uh, with a minute to go. 
They have five consecutive turnovers, and their coach <laughs> neglected to call a timeout. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, my goodness. Could you? They got like five-year and three-year bans, and I wonder any of the players involved. It wouldn't surprise me uh, what players were involved uh, if they won't receive suspensions down the road. It's there, man. And you know what? I, I think Jameson Williams, it's on him. It's his mistake. He knew the rules. He's going to take a $7 million hit, uh, just like Ridley lost millions. And hopefully he learns a lesson. I I wonder, though, before I let you go, I wanted to ask you this. The impact, uh, because William, uh, and again, he was coming back from the knee injury. He had a few highlight reel plays, but the Lions went 8-2 and without him. It's not like they're losing golf to point shaving, right? Right, and I think that that's fair. I mean, look, if... If and I hate to make this comparison, but like if uh, Jamison Williams sprained his MCL in the final preseason game, and they were like, "Okay, he's going to miss six weeks," we wouldn't be like, "Oh God, the Lions can't win a division anymore." We'd be like, "Oh, that that's a setback for them, but they'll be fine." I I think it will be. Of you wanted Jamison Williams in your lineup because he adds a dimension that 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 is pretty rare with his speed and game making playmaking ability, but. Yeah, you know, injuries happen. You, you, you're going to lose guys for six weeks. This isn't an injury, obviously. But it's almost, in that case, better. He's not working back from a knee that's going to hamper him all season. It stinks to lose a guy six weeks. Maybe it does cost him a game just because, you know, he could have made that one play that swings right. a competitive game against the Packers or something. But, no, I, I've seen people like, oh, my God, Lions are just lying. It, it's not ideal, but I think Lions are going to be just fine. And whatever they were going to be this season, they'll be even with Jameson Williams missing six games. Yeah, I said possibly a game or two where you'll see at the end. I, I, I will say if they struggle for six games without him, you know he'll be public enemy number one. But we'll see how it shakes yeah. out. Frank, I really appreciate the conversation on uh, the NFL, the Williams story, and gambling. Thank you. Yep, absolutely appreciate it. All right, Frank Schraub checking in on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. They're a Grand Rapids-based craft coffee company. You can order online or look for it at your local retailer. Enjoy a smooth cup of coffee, Guatemalan beans roasted in Grand Rapids. Uh, Their nitro cold brew is canned in GR. No sugar, no additives. Order up. Find out more at RoastUmber.com. That's RoastUmber.com. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. The one, two. Right side. 
Hey, sports fans, here's a hanging curveball that you can knock out of the ballpark. This is Matt Shepard, the voice of Detroit baseball, inviting you to step up to the plate at Eagle Casino and Sports, the mobile sports book where you can bet on all your favorites all year round, including, of course, our national pastime. So download the app and start winning today. Eagle Casino and Sports, made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 years or older and in Michigan to play. Huge here for my good friend Tom Rosenbach and his team at Bean Carter. They're one of America's top accounting and business firms. They're based in downtown Grand Rapids, and now they're stronger than ever before with their new partnership with Dorn Mayhew. Now, Dorn Mayhew is an east side firm. Now you get the west side of Michigan with Bean Carter, and whether you're a small business or big business, they can handle all of your accounting and business needs at Bean Carter. Just go to beancarter.com. That is B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. And I mentioned with their new partnership with Dorn Mayhew, they cover all of Michigan, the Midwest, and coast to coast. Find out how the pros at Bean Garter can help your business today. Go to beancarter.com. That is B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. And I know Tom Rosenbach and his team are so happy about their new partnership with Dorn Mayhew. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back live across Michigan. Man, I love this music. Thank you, Superfly Hayes, our executive producer. Dave Burkett, Detroit Free Press. Beat Rider will join us in a moment. I did see that the NCAA is going to follow the NFL and the clock's going to keep running and won't stop on first downs. I don't like that rule change at all for the college game. The reason the college games take forever is all the TV breaks. It has nothing to do with the pace of the game. And at the college level, by taking away stopping the clock on first down, you're going to eliminate the potential for a lot of great comebacks, which are great television. College football isn't the NFL. End of story. Speaking of the NFL, I mentioned Lions beat writer for the Detroit Free Press. And also on the iHeart app, his first podcast just dropped. Same old podcast. Dave Burkett joins us to talk about the Jamison Williams gambling story. How you doing, my friend? What's up, Bill? How are you, man? Good. Uh, how surprised were you? Were you getting any wind of this, or was this just out of the blue this morning? Uh... Got a slight wind of it, you know, a few hours in advance, but um, yeah, hadn't hadn't you know heard that this was coming by any means. I mean, the Lions found out about this about a month ago, and so uh, they there were only a select few people in the know that this investigation was going on. Uh, hadn't heard about it during the early stages of the investigation by any means. So, what's the damage uh, to the Lions from this? What the, your early your first thoughts on it, and then a lot of it's wait and see on what they do the six games without Jamison. Yeah, I mean, look, um, you know, the fact that he was caught wagering on a, a sports event online is not something that in and of itself should concern anyone, right? I mean, it's legal in half the country. And, uh, you know, he just he was doing it at a place he shouldn't have been. And I'm not entirely sure if that was the, the Lions facility, but at an NFL facility, that's illegal. Um And, you know, so I, I don't know that that act itself is anything to be concerned about. You know, the, the bigger question, I guess, is maybe just the 
the lack of judgment uh, for for Williams. You know, this is. I mean, the rules are posted everywhere. Um, you know, it, it's something that a player should know, and, and not just him. Obviously, the other three players. Um, to have who have since been cut, but you know all these guys should have known um, that that was illegal. And you know I think you couple that with uh, you know Jameson's online um, you know personality is something I think that's come under a microscope. Uh, you know retweeting likes about the Lions should trade for um, you know Lamar Jackson and and you know sort of you know complaining at least in some people's eyes that, that he was open at times last year when he wasn't getting the ball you know I think some of those things you know you couple that with with you know um, you know this this latest incident and, and maybe that that gives the Lions a little you know need for pause or a little need to make sure that you know he matures as, as this process goes because they they're counting on him to be a very important part of their, their team and their offense and um, you know so little slip-ups like this uh, not big in and of themselves, but when you combine them with you know stumbles that I guess he's had over the past 12 months, certainly uh, something that the Lions have to keep an eye on. Yeah, my first thought was in the gambling. I mean, it is legal in Michigan. We all can't be hypocrites, but there are rules in the NFL. There are huge signs posted, which you see when you go into the Lions yeah. locker room. These guys know it. It's the rules, and he's paying the price and going to lose like $7 million, I think, or something I read in salary. So, you know, immaturity is there. You give someone money. They come out of college. It's not the first time. My thought when I, when I saw the Lions tweet on it around 1135 was, does he cost him a, a win or two not being there in those six games? Because here you are, a nine-win team, 11 might be the magic number to win the division. I'm looking at the loss of Jamison Williams and how it affects the Lions, but we have no idea until you play the games. Well, I do think it, it amplifies maybe some questions that they have on offense. I mean, we've looked at this roster the whole offseason and said, you know, man, they need to fix this defense, right? It was last in the NFL last year. And, you know, they went out and did that and added three three defensive backs who were going to start for them and re-signed some other guys in the front seven. And now, you know, you sort of look at the roster and you say, well, who's going to be the number two receiver for the first six games of the season? And they don't have a proven tight end. And, you know, the offensive line should be fine. But, you know, the right guard spot is, is up for grabs and one of the, the contestants for that job is coming off back surgery so I do think it, it maybe you know brings a little more into focus that as as much as we think and, and that goes not just for people in Michigan but you know people across the NFL um, think that the Lions will be a contender in the NFC and, and you know one of the, the very best teams I think in the, the league next year um, you know they, they have some holes and some things that they need to address and, and especially on, on offense now where that was really the unit that carried them last season. Yeah, I'm with you 100% that's why now I look at 18 pick 18 if they stay there uh, they they may take the best you could have the best wide receiver in the draft still there at 18, who knows? Depending on where all the deals go and where it's at, but they may they may look at a receiver there because you're right. Who's who's the go-to guy? You got St. Brown as a money possession receiver. They could look at Mayer at a tight end. Something we all scream, no way they're going to take a tight end. They traded Hawk. I that that could what happened to Williams. My second thought was on him missing the six games. How does that change that pick 18? What do you think? 
Yeah, and, you know, look, Brad Holmes has always said, right, he's not going to be someone who he doesn't have a depth chart in his draft room and he doesn't want me to sort of be the basis for why he takes someone, but it's impossible to ignore at the same time. And and right in that, you're right, at that 18th pick of the draft, I mean, that is the spot where you could find a wide receiver. You know, Jackson Smith and Jigba, Zay Flowers, Jordan Addison, I mean, some of these guys maybe are – uh, you know their their skill set is is a uh, uh, similar to Amon Ross St. Browns, and so I, I don't know if that's exactly the the player that they want to make the long term play on. But I do think at some point, you know, with their their you know with say three picks in the first eighty one, or maybe you throw the fourth rounders in the or fifth rounders in the mix too. Um, they don't have a fourth rounder, but you know it, maybe at some point you do use some of that capital to to get a wide receiver to um, you know add to that room because it is a long term need too. Uh, you know. Beyond St. Brown and, and Jameson, who now remains a mystery through the first, you know, 23 games of his career since he barely played last year, there's no one else that's, you know, under contract for 2024. So it was a need before this, and it's an even bigger need now that Jameson will miss half the season. His name is Dave Burkett, Detroit Free Press Lions beat writer. Also, he just dropped his first podcast, the same old podcast on iHeart, so on the iHeart app. Just search same old podcast, Dave Burkett. He knows the Lions. He knows the NFL. My man, good to hear your voice again. Absolutely. We'll talk to you again, man. All right, Dave Burkett, checking in on the Roast Umber guest line. You want to order up craft coffee or maybe the Nitro Cold Brew, which is a energy drink with no sugar additives? Just go to RoastUmber.com. That's RoastUmber.com. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. At Mercantile Bank, we understand that different businesses have different needs. That's why our team of business specialists take the time to understand your business, your goals, and your objectives. We provide tailored solutions and innovative products, all delivered locally. So when you're ready to work with a partner who understands your unique business needs, call us. We're here and ready to put the wheels in motion. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com slash business, and let's make dreams a reality. Member FDIC. Godsmack, live and in your face. Friday, May 26th at Soaring Eagle Casino, plus Bad Wolves. And same show, same night, Bullet for My Valentine. Tickets start at $28 on sale now at the Soaring Eagle box office or etix.com. Party hard, rock harder. Godsmack, May 26th, part of the Soaring Eagle Summer Outdoor Concert Series. Get ready to swing for a good cause at Van Andel Institute Purple Community's 11th Annual Be Brave Golf Outing on May 6th at Thornapple Point in GR. With a shotgun start at 8.30 a.m., this is the event for all golf enthusiasts. Participate in an individual or foursome admission, all while having food and beverages provided. The best part is that 100% of the proceeds will benefit breast cancer research at Van Andel Institute. Register now at VAI.org. That's VAI.org. We might have just come out with our most refreshing Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer yet. It's called the Essential Collection. It's made with coconut water and real fruit juice. So it's always going to have a real refreshing fruit taste. Can refreshing get any more refreshing? Yep, it can and it just did. Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer. Made with coconut water and real fruit juice for superior taste. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer. IRC Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. 
you are very popular. Your texts want your attention. Your touchscreen wants your attention. Social media wants your attention. And that tuna sandwich you just dropped between the seats definitely wants your attention. All of them can wait because you're busy driving. The Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police reminds you that April is Distracted Driving Awareness Month. We want you and everyone around you to be safe. So tell your distractions to wait, especially that tuna sandwich. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Busy day with the NFL announcing that Stanley Berry, Hill III, Jamison Williams, Quentin Cephas, C.J. Moore of the Lions, along with Shaka Tony of the Washington Commanders, all suspended. Williams got a six-game suspension. Cephas and Moore suspended indefinitely for betting on NFL games. Reportedly, Jameson Williams bet on college football on team-slash-NFL property, which is a violation of their rules. Jameson Williams will lose reportedly $7 million by missing those six games of swollen. I thought Frank Schraub, Yahoo.com, Dave Burkett had some great points. We, you know, for how high of a draft pick will Jameson Williams ever hit the peak we think he can, which I thought he was going to do this year. I really did. I, I, is it a win or two, which could be the difference between winning the NFC North, getting to the playoffs? It really could. That's where I'm at on this. That's not the gambling thing. I get it. It's it's legal. I'm going to read a DraftKings endorsement spot in a moment. It's just the impact of losing Jameson Williams for six games on a season that was set up with Rodgers leaving and everything going on where the Lions should win the NFC North. It's a setback. It really is. It is typical Lions, just when you think you're ready. And what I've always loved about Holmes and Campbell since they were 1-6 and six this year is that it's not the same old Lions. They had free agents want to come play for them. Losing Williams for six games will hurt. It will. I think they're going to draft a receiver. Maybe Quentin Johnson who tore up. Michigan with 18, or with pick 18. Speaking of DraftKings, they are the official sports betting partner of the NBA. NBA playoff action is happening tonight, and new customers who download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code HUGE when they sign up can make a $5 NBA playoff pregame money line bet and score $150 in bonus bets if your team wins. Plus, everyone on the DraftKings Sportsbook app can score a no-sweat same-game parlay every day during the NBA playoffs. Open the DraftKings Sportsbook app, opt in, and place a same-game parlay on any NBA game. If it doesn't hit, you'll get a bonus bet back up to $10. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Sign up with code HUGE. And like I said, new customers then can make a $5 NBA playoff pregame Moneyline bet and score $150 in bonus bets if your team wins. That's only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app and only with code HUGE. 
If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Opt-in required. One bonus bet issued based on amount of initial losing NBA bet. Eligibility, wagering, and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball terms. So just download that DraftKings Sportsbook app and use that promo code HUGE. More conversation on the Williams suspension, gambling in the NFL coming up after the top of the hour. Our Bushlight HUGE question of the day. Was it just punishment for Jason? And what does losing him for six games do to your thoughts on the Lions' season? You can join in on the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE at HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. I also want to remind everybody, you can watch next week's draft at all the brands, Steakhouse and Grills. They have locations all across the state. You'll find the brands in Bay City. If you listen on 100.9 FM, brands in Caledonia, just south of GR. Brands in Holland off of US 31 and James. Johnny Brands in Granville, west of downtown GR. And Johnny Brands on Leonard off of US 131, near downtown Grand Rapids on the west side. And you'll find a Brands in Cascade, just east of GR. For the brands close to you, go to brands.com. And if you can't make it out to watch the draft next week or the Tigers games, NBA playoffs, Stanley Cup playoffs, and more, you can order up all your brand's favorites for pickup or delivery. Go to brands.com. And remember, for lunch, Brands is the place Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. until 3 p.m. The $6.99 Steakhouse Burger Basket with Fries for only $6.99. Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. until 3 p.m. At all brands, Steakhouse and Grills for the one close to you. Go to brands.com. That is brands.com. Johnny Brand Sr. and Sandy Brand and the Brand family want to remind everybody to support local law enforcement. You can follow Voice for the Batch on Facebook and like them on Twitter. That is Voice for the Batch. Big. Bad. Huge.